Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, also known as Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Jim Tam. He is a principal client director with Corn Ferries Digital Group, where he advises organizations on how to improve their sales effectiveness through using world-class sales methodology and technology. I have Brandon Mahoney. He is the co-founder of LaunchPoint Labs, a national venture firm where he is the expert in creating sales departments. He is known as Dr. Startup. And I have Inga Hebden. She's a leadership and personal impact coach, helping people increase their impact, their ability to lead, their influence, and act strategically. The question I have today, how do you see people for who they really are? Brandon, kick us off. So I don't think there's any real easy answer for this. I think oftentimes it just takes time getting to know somebody. I think people show who they are through their actions more so than their words. So a lot of it is just taking the time and giving them an opportunity to, to show you who they are more so than you having prejudged them. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the, the litmus test that I typically use is how they treat people who can't do anything for them. Or like, how do you treat servers and waiters? That usually shows a person's true colors. That's interesting. They might just have a bad day. So I, I recently had, a, had an experience where I thought, mm, didn't go so well. But then I gave the benefit of the doubt. And you know, second time around, the experience with that person was a completely different one. I find it's important to have that open mindset and being able to change your, your own opinion about somebody, really. Mm-hmm. To me, very much is in line with uh, you only get a chance to make one first impression. I disagree with that. I, I think you spend time with somebody, you have an opportunity to make multiple first impressions. Um, because like you said, it could just be a bad day. It, there's a part of you that has to be understanding of that. I think the other side of it's true, too, is that you could meet someone and they could put on a really good act and you'd be like, oh, they're a great person. And then you get to know them and you're like, nope, horrible human. So I think it it does, it takes time. And the the other thing for me that I've learned over time is that when someone shows you who they are, believe them. When their actions show you one thing, believe that over their words that you made that point, Jim. Yeah, I know, 100%. I mean, obviously it's it's never like just a one-time snapshot, but if you see somebody behavior-wise consistently being a jerk to people, then you kind of know. Yeah. Unfortunately, not everybody is a nice person. That's very true. I find too, if someone is talking about other people to you, like they're acting like you're super special and they're giving you private information, you can guarantee they're giving private information about you to other people. 100%. Yeah. How do you decide, is this person really someone that I'm close to and, and that we have that kind of relationship and we talk privately. And how do you decide if this is just a person who tries to make people feel special and is actually talking badly about everyone to everyone? I think for me, it depends how interested they are in terms of who I am, Mm. but also how much information, information they share about themselves. It's the, Mm. it's the, ability to create a an open safe space to have a really honest conversation so it's not sharing the gossip and um, vulnerabilities of other people it's really making sure that that individual is saying well hang on a minute this this is this is me 
and who are you and asking me questions and being really interested. If somebody does that, I feel quite, quite safe and quite connected to that individual to then really open up and, and continue the conversation. And I'm really interested in that. It's interesting there to me, there's just so many variables that come into play there. When I think of the people that I consider my friends who I actually want to spend time and be, and be close with, there have been times when conversation revolves entirely around them. Times it revolves entirely around me. I've seen different moods of theirs. And, and to me, I, I think ultimately it just, it's a, it's, it's time. Time with somebody is going to ultimately reveal everything about them. But yeah, there's just so many variables. I have this uh, contact. I wouldn't call him a friend anymore. But a couple of times he's openly used the N-word in front of me, thinking that it's okay. And I'm like, okay, if he's using that word, he's using a word when I'm not around to, to be judgment about somebody who's not like him. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, that's very revealing. Wow. So what we touched on earlier was how they act around you when other people aren't around. And if I'm with a group of friends and, and somebody happens to leave early and somebody tries to turn the conversation about speaking negatively about that person who is a friend when they're around, that to me is a, is a big sign because I know as soon as I leave the room, I'm now the topic of conversation. And if I'm being spoken about poorly with people who are supposed to be my friends, obviously not my friends. I think what we're saying is if you really want to know someone, you have to pay attention to the way they behave and how they treat other people who aren't there. I think that's what I'm hearing. It's like any relationship. You have to be open to the risk that you might get hurt. Um, and so you have to be open to giving them a chance. Yeah. How do you decide if the person, like I hear you say, give a chance, Brandon, how do you decide when it's been enough chances? How desperate are you for friendship? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think everyone has their own capacity uh, and their own limit. I think Wait, also whether you actually think this person is just ignorant or whether this person's a bad person. So if he's or she's ignorant, then maybe perhaps there's a coaching moment that they don't know. And then you might, if you really feel like this person could benefit from the advice, then you help them. Otherwise, you just walk away because I have enough friends. It kind of also depends how close you are to the individual. So if you already have a um, years of um, experience with them and, and a connection, and then you discover, like you, Jim, did with, with your acquaintance uh, using um, the N-word, which is something you you start thinking about. It's like, yeah, where, where are other things, right? And then it'll vary. Sometimes there are things when you might decide you cut off people very quickly simply because they're toxic. Others, there's a coaching moment or it's a gradual, gradual thing. And at some point, it just kind of takes time to walk away. Yeah. I had someone who, who used a slur like that in my presence. And I was like, you can't talk like that. That's not okay. And I was like, oh, well, there's nobody here. It doesn't offend anybody. And I'm like, no, it offends me. It, and I think that they were really shocked that I, as a privileged blonde white woman was like, no, you can't talk like that in front of me. And they tried to argue with me as to why it was okay. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not sure there is a coaching moment in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a whole other quick hits. <laughs> right. But that that is a case of someone showing you who they are. Colors. Exactly yeah. true. Yeah. And you have to believe that. And I think that that has been the hardest thing for me is not giving someone a pass and being, oh, they're just having a bad day over and over and over and being willing to recognize, no, that's who they actually are. Yeah. And, and I'm a really big fan of allyship, right? So if you if you hear somebody doing the wrong thing, even though it doesn't offend you personally, you got to step in and say, that's not right. 
It's surprising that they don't know it's not right when they admitted that they know they shouldn't be saying it, depending on where they are and who they're around. Yeah, mm -hmm. they should know better. Very telling situation. I do find that if you're, how would I want to say this? If someone shows you who they are, and to your point, Jim, it's a coaching moment and you can say, hey, let's have a conversation about this. It can be awkward and they can feel defensive and, and they can be like, push back on you. But if they come back to you later and are like, you know what, you're right. That's a huge win. And so sometimes you have to be willing to do that, even though it's going to be super awkward in the moment. How, how does that work? I don't know if there's a formula to say this, this is how it's, you just need to, to let them know that there's a lot of people that are offended by what you say or what you do. And you're not supposed to talk to the server that way. And whatever it is, it's like, they have feelings too. They're just, you just happen to be born the way you are. Mm. You did nothing to earn that. I wasn't actually myself. It was my brother. We were out to dinner with a few friends and one of our friends decided to call the, the server by snapping his fingers. Oof. And uh, immediately my, my, one of my older brothers was like, no, you don't, you don't do, I'm not associating with that. I come here with my family. I don't want to be seen with someone who was doing that. And they, this individual did not take it well. Um, and this was back when I was maybe 16. I don't think to that extreme, I would say. So I never, never came across somebody uh, behaving that poorly. I had to protect others when there are a lot of different egos in the room. And uh, it was about making certain individuals shine more than, than others. And the big egos are stepping in and trying to get into the limelight. That's the kind of um, situation I had. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I appreciate it very much. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.